Hey everybody, welcome back to the DNR podcast. I'm Ron Kane. I'm Damian Robinson. And it's cold as fuck outside. Yeah, welcome to winter. Yeah, fucking PA winters suck. It's not as bad as New York or, or fucking Boston. It's, I'm telling you, man, the winters here aren't that bad. They suck. It's like 20-some degrees out. That's right not now. bad. It's about time. We've been having 40-degree 40, 40 winters. Well, no, like but I can complain about it. It's, I don't mind the heat. I don't mind the heat. Yeah. I mean, heat sucks. Your balls get all sweaty and shit. Global but. warming, bro. <laughs> I, I, like a, I like a nice, chilly winter. Yeah. Hey. So how you been, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. You? Eh, not too bad. Uh I had an ant die. Oh, I'm so sorry, bro. But it, 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 it's weird because it's like I just I just found out about it. Yeah. And apparently she died uh, like on New Year's Day. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. And it was like uh, I found out in like a Facebook post. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fucked up. Yeah. So they had the funeral and, and all that yet? or Well, no, they had her cremated, apparently. Okay. And suppose, uh, like, this Sunday, I, I yeah. don't know why I'm saying suppose, this Sunday there's supposed to be, like, a service or something. Okay. I think what happened was is she actually died of COVID. Oh, shit. And they don't want to say anything because yeah. that... That's the hard right Yeah. fraction of the family. I get it. I get it. You know, keep it under wraps. Yeah. She, so, she was a secret agent. Yeah, so I got I to gotta find out what... I want, I'm curious to find yeah, out yeah. what she did die of. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, it's, it's a fucking weird situation. Man, I'm, my condolences, though, bro. Thank you. You know what I mean? It's, it's been a lot of that going on. My uh, my cousin's grandmom, who was actually uh, my neighbor, uh, passed away a couple of days ago, too, as well. Like, last Monday, as a matter of fact, she passed away. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah but she, you know, she was, she was, she lived a great life. Yeah, you know, she was. I think. I think she was ninety, ninety-one. Uh, yeah. She lived a great life. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing is, is she 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 was the last person on the block from where uh, I, when I grew up. Okay, she was still yeah. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird when the, the the people in your neighborhood just like that you grew up yeah. with just start dying off. Yeah, well, they you know I come from a black neighborhood, so they was dying off early. <laughs> Not dead ass, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like dead ass. It was like it was like an episode of Sesame Street. You find out about death early. Like remember when Mr. Hooper died in Sesame Street? Yeah. It was like that, dude. It was like it was this it was this old uh white lady named Miss Michelle. And she got struck with dementia. This is about like nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. You know, so they brought her back to the neighborhood to, to to try to help her remember. And she couldn't remember none of us, none of the kids, none of the adults, nothing. Yeah. And like three days later she died. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the family came and told us, like everybody in the neighborhood, because we were we were a real close block. Yeah, like everybody, uh, in my block back in the eighties, we all knew each other. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like we all knew each other. All the kids played together. Yep, it was yep. it was that kind of neighborhood. You know what I'm saying. So, I've been used to death for a long time. Yeah. yeah. See, I grew up in a trailer park, so like. Uh you know, you would think people would die of DUIs and stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah no, nor- just, <laughs> normally in a trailer park, it's just people just—they seem to just rot. Yeah, yeah. And then, you, and then you find them like a month later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, or like the like the one kid who lived in this one trailer. Like it was like completely run down, and like yeah. holes in the floor and shit like that. Damn. 
What, he, he died? No, no, oh, no. Oh, he, he just had a run-down trailer? What yeah. the fuck? I'm like, I'm waiting for the death story. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm waiting for the death story. And you're like, yeah, he just had a run-down trailer. We had run-down houses in my neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. too, goddammit. No, but I mean, like, most of the people, like, rot it. Like, we had, uh, our, we had our neighborhood alcoholic. And, yeah, we had that. His and, name was Percy, and he had a Michael Jackson coat. Like, I can go on and on about my childhood. I, re- yeah. I remember a lot about it because it was fucking awesome. And, uh... Yeah, man. Yeah, we had a lot of, you know, there's a lot of single parents in the tra- in the trailer park, just like the hood. It's, you know, it's what cheap, I'm- man. Yeah, yeah, it's cheap. You know, yeah, because uh, I think, I think like, like the lot rent for that place was only, like in the '90s, it was only two hundred bucks a month. No, oh, that's not bad. No, that's, yeah. that's cheap. So if you have your trailer paid off, you're only paying two hundred bucks a month to yeah. keep it there. So that's. That's not bad. That's property tax. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not bad. That's not bad. You just at gotta all. live in a shitty trailer. I mean shit, you seen some of them trailers now? Yeah. Triple Y's with fucking wraparound. I'm like, who the fuck gets a wraparound trailer? Motherfuckers is living balling on, on a broke life. Yeah. But they're smart though, cause those motherfuckers wind up dying having like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars in cash. Yeah. Like somewhere strewed around the trailer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey. It's still just aluminum. <laughs> I, I don't care what you call them and how nice you try and make them. Yeah. It's like, it's... The, you still live in the back of a truck. A yeah. Truck, you know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah. It, it really is. <laughs> and if if you grow, grow up uh, living in it, it's like... Uh, yeah. Be like, if I guess, probably... If someone came to you and say, "Oh, why don't you get a tiny house?" Like, fuck you. <laughs> I, I would, I would prefer a tiny house over a trailer. At least you might have a basement. Yeah, you well, know. I don't I mean? think you'll have a basement. You might, you might. <laughs> if you start, you never know. It. Yeah, you never know. Like, there's crawl spaces under trailers, and there's like rattlesnakes and shit under there. Yeah, like under there, you could easily die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. In a, in a <laughs> tiny house basement, house collapses, you can still push the house off you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while we're still on death, uh, and we'll we'll get all this the heavy stuff out of the way first. Yeah. So uh, uh, Saget died. Yeah, you know get, I know. We, we, yeah, I mean we got to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, that sucks, man. Uh, it this one re- like really hurts like out of all the celebrities because this one I actually met. Yeah. And got cool with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I actually spent about a good hour and 20 minutes of my life yeah with bob saget yeah you know what i mean so like this one really hurts and it's it was uh rumor has it he was coming to the harrisburg comedy zone oh yeah and i was his opening act yeah you know what i mean so like this and, and, and the thing is is that it's 20 years to the day that i met him yeah you know what i mean so it's like um I wanted to let him know, like, you know, because of that conversation I had with you 20 years ago in Philadelphia, you know, that my life from that moment, my life was like on a different course. Yeah. You know, which led me to comedy. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it really sucked, dude, because like, like, you know, you, you've heard me tell the Bob Saget story yeah. like numerous times. And, and I remember when I first came back and was telling people about that, like. I just met Bob Saget, yo, and he's raunchy, he's this, and people was like, get the fuck out of here, you know, and then I, I would call my cousin, and he would he would be like, yo, I would just be like, yo, Philadelphia, and the first thing he would say is, yo, Bob Saget, yo, for real, that was crazy, 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for for the listeners out there, y'all probably never heard this story, so I'm going to tell it now. Um, in 2002, I was an amateur drug dealer, and I got a call from, from my cousin who was the DJ for the Nappy Roots, and he was like, yo, we in Philly, come on down, i get you guys in, and everything like that, we get backstage. So we actually drive to Philadelphia, and a, uh, what's what's that word? Like a, uh, like how they traveled the Oregon Trail or whatever? Oh, uh. A Concord or? A convoy. A convoy, yeah, it was a convoy of cars coming from Harrisburg to Philadelphia. There was about seven cars and 20 niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And we get down to Philadelphia. This was at the WB Club in Philadelphia. I can remember it like it was yesterday because it always feels like it was yesterday. Um, we get down there, and Bob Saget is on stage, and he's talking about sucking dick for coke. And if if y'all listeners are listening and paying attention, you will remember that Bob Saget was the guy in Half Baked who stood up and said, "Smoking weed ain't shit. You ever suck dick for coke?" And then the skinny black dude who looked like Jibba Jab P stood up and was like, boo this man, boo. That, that is a great scene. Yeah, you know, that's one of the greatest scenes. So so we get to the club, and he's on stage doing that bit. But he jumps off stage, Yeah. and he's going up to people in the crowd asking them, did you ever suck dick for coke? And people were like, no, 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 no. And I don't know what made him, because we were still by the door. I had just relit a blunt. Yeah. Like, because I put the blunt out so we could get in the club, but I still had like a half a blunt left. Okay. And as soon as we got in the club, I, I relit the shit because it was 20 niggas. Who's going to kick out 20 niggas? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard enough to even find which motherfucker is smoking the weed in the club. Yeah. So I'm smoking weed. I got my back turned. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Bob Saget's on stage. Now, I'm talking to my one cousin, and we got like mad friends there that that we know and everything. So I'm smoking the weed, I'm passing the weed, and Bob Saget comes up and he touches me on the shoulder and he thrusts the microphone in my face and said, you ever suck dick for coke? And I got scared. And the only, well, I didn't, like, it jarred me. Yeah. And the only thing I could think of was defend myself. So I was like, yo, nigga, I'll fuck you up. And Bob Saget was like, oh, shit, I'm fucking with some real gangsters. And he ran and he got back up on stage and he announced to the crowd, I'm fucking with some real gangsters out here, da, 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 da. He, he flipped it on him, so they kept laughing, right? Yeah. My cousin B.E. comes out laughing. Now, my heart's racing like like I just ran from the cops because this is, like, my first time ever interacting with a celebrity celebrity. Yeah. Like, uh, excuse me, like a, a fucking A-lister. You know what I'm saying? I've, yeah. I've seen B-list, C-list, and D-list celebrities before, but never an A-lister. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my heart's racing. My cousin comes out, he's laughing. He, he's like, yo, like, he's crazy, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, crazy my ass. Like, this nigga almost just got fucked up out here. Right? So, he's on stage doing his thing. My cousin, we all go back to the green room. So, so Nappy Roots had just got off stage. That's why Bob Saget was on stage. He was hosting the event. So, we we in the back room. We Like, everybody laughing and everything like that. And everybody who was there that was trying to be a rapper... Was with the was with the manager of the Nappy Roots rapping their ass off, trying to trying to get a deal. Like they threw on some music in the corner and everything, and everybody was rapping their ass off, right? So my cousin was like, "Yo, I'm gonna go get Bob Saget." I'm like, "Yo, you don't want to do that. Like he don't want to do that." You know? He was like, "What you mean?" I'm like, "Yo, listen, he don't want to come sit in a room full of niggas 
especially one that almost punched him in the face out there. He was like, nah, yo. <laughs> he was like, nah, listen, yo, he's cool as shit. So I'm like, all right, you know, like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So he, he leaves, and he goes and gets Bob Saget. And Bob Saget comes in to the room, and immediately, like, he comes in with a bucket of Coronas. No, not Coronas, Heineken's. He had like six or eight Heineken's in a fucking tin bucket. And he's walking with it. And he he immediately comes in and sits right beside me on the fucking couch. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, this is like now my heart's starting to race again. Because like I want to apologize to him, but he apologized to me first. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, like, you know, this man realized, you know. I ain't to be fucked with. No, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> nah, like, like he, he apologized to me first. I'm like, no, no. Like, listen, dude, like, I love comedy so much. I just, I always thought you was Danny Tanner comedy, not fucking dick in the mouth comedy funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it scared the fuck out of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just caught me off guard. I saw him, you know, so we, we sat there and we laughed about it. And then we just proceeded to have this conversation about life and, and, and comedy. And, and, and it was like, I'm sitting there, I'm, to this day, I'm still not, like, registering that I had a real-life, life conversation, so, you know, I'm starting to ask him about, you know, uh, this, that, like, most people remember you from, from Full House or America's Funniest Home Videos, but I remember watching you in the 80s, going into the 90s, that movie Critical Condition with Richard Pryor, where he played a mental patient, and you was an orderly, he was like, oh, shit, you, you know about that? I'm like, bro, like, Comedy has been my life, my entire life. Yeah. Like, it's the one thing that's kept me balanced. You know what I'm saying? So we're having this, like, immaculate conversation. I And in the meantime, I'm rolling blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt. And I always was passing them to the people out there. And, and like, I could see Bob Saget. He, he said something. He was like, you know, you have impressive rolling skills. I'm like, oh, man, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know what? This next one is for just this one's just for me and you. So I roll up a fucking, like a, a fatty, I'm talking stogie type blunt, right? <laughs> nice. I like that shit. And this is some good weed. Like this, this weed that I had in 2002 was like orange and green, all the hairs on it. The THC crystals was, was popping. This shit looked like diamonds on, on, on a fucking piece of bud for 2002 was yeah. pretty fucking good. Very little, very little seeds, right? So... I start passing him the blunt, and we're smoking, and we're having a good time, just laughing. He's laughing at my jokes. He's he's like, "Yo, you're you're pretty fucking funny, kid." I'm like, "Man, I appreciate that." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm trying to be a rapper. He was like, "You you should think about slinging a joke here and there." And I'm like, "This is fucking Bob's in my head." I'm like, "This is Bob Saget telling me I'm yeah. fucking funny." Dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm like. I asked him the question uh, because my friend had his memoir. My friend Brian Crossley had, 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 has his memoir. And it was just one of those weird randoms who would have thought moments where I'm like, yo, my friend has your memoir. You was telling the joke about sucking dick for coke on stage. And my friend has your memoir with where you say you sucked a dick for cocaine in your memoir. He was like, listen. If your cocaine is anything like your weed, I'll suck your dick right now for something. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, uh, 
and the whole room just gets quiet too. Like everybody in the room stopped rapping and they looking at me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, I only brought weed. Like, <laughs> like I didn't know he he was fucking with me. Yeah. But I was still so star. Like it caught me off guard and, and starstruck me. Yeah. That he said he would suck my dick for coke and I'm just like, uh, 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 <laughs> uh I I only got weed, dude. Like, but. Who knows, man? If I would have had a little bit of cocaine, I might have got a blowjob from Bob Saget, bro. You know what I'm saying? And before before we left out of there, I went up to him and I and I shook his hands and everything like that. And I was like, "Yo, it was a pleasure to meet you, sir. Like, it was an honor." And he was like, "No, the honor's mine. Seriously. Like, I don't meet too many people as cool as you." And that was like my first time, like, really around a celebrity, and yeah. I didn't. Uh, oh shit You know what I'm saying yeah. Like I kept it cool And like Like I was like Fucking Eli Manning Fourth quarter of the Super Bowl cool You know what I'm saying Yeah Marching downfield With the it, it was It was amazing You know So like For him to pass away Like knowing that I was gonna meet him 20 years to the day That I met him The first time It's like Fuck dude Like is. It, it it just it, it hurt it stung because I wanted to I wanted to like thank him and I did go on Twitter a couple years ago and I talked about that story on my first Twitter account and he responded with I remember you and it scared me so I got off Twitter like seriously like yeah like because I I never thought of myself as someone who would be memorable but for him to be like I remember you yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I'm getting off of here before the feds come kick the door in because I was talking about selling drugs and shit in the yeah. story. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to to like throw it out there. And I name dropped Bob Saget in that story. And for him to say he remembers me was like it was validation. So I was I was so happy that I was going to get a chance to work with someone that I the first the first comedian I ever met and the first celebrity I ever met. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At that time. Who who wasn't an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that was the first person I've I've ever first celebrity I ever met who wasn't who wasn't the only thing that I saw being projected in the hood. You know like I I we seen comedians and everything like that, but that was something I never thought of being until after that moment that I had met him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then a couple years later, I like well, about a ten year gap or so, ten, eleven, twelve year gap. I had got into comedy. Yeah, you know, and that was one of the first stories I ever told. Was the story I just told now. Yeah. So with him, with him passing away, it it kind of took it kind of took like a a piece of a piece of me out there. And there's a million there's a million comedians with a million stories of Bob Saget and how awesome he is. Yeah, but. I wasn't a comedian at that time. Yeah. I was a Joe Schmo scumbag drug dealer from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, whose life kind of got altered from that moment on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say rest in peace, Bob Saget. I want to thank you for the time that I shared with you. Uh, it meant a lot to me, bro. Like, and I wish, well, I know he can hear, I know he can hear me say, say, say this because he, he's definitely in hell. So I'm gonna see you down there, bro. Um, <laughs> but um, nah, man, it, it it just meant so much to me, man. So rest in peace to the guy Bob Saget, yo. You know what I'm saying? 
and I would I would say some other shit, but I don't want I don't want y'all to think that I'm a creeper or, or, or now, <laughs> now he's just flexing and shit. So I'll say, I'll tell Ron after after we do this, man. But yeah, man, Bob Saget, rest in peace. God damn it, yo, make some noise, Nori. Burr, 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 burr. Drink yeah. water, champs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, he was fucking funny as hell. Yeah, and you know, I'm still a fan of fucking Dirty Work. Yeah, I love fucking dirt. That movie Bro. is so. It's so like bad sometimes, but it's good because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And well, I mean that's Norm's Norm and Artie's movie, yeah. but I mean Saget directed it, and it's, it's just. It, bro, I watched it about maybe four or five months ago when I had the surgery. Yeah, and I was laid up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I rewatched that movie. Loved it, man. Loved it. Note to self. Yeah, and fucking Chris Far- Farley. Hell yeah! You whore! <laughs> <laughs> she bit my nose off. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah, it's, I can't. Yeah, it's yeah, man. And no matter what he was in, he always stole a scene. Yeah, he always stole a scene, even if it was just a cameo in a movie. Yeah, he stole it. Yeah, I mean that little cameo in Half Baked. Yeah, was fucking excellent. You know, because I mean that is that's like a perfect setup for a joke. You know, Chappelle is up there. He's like, I'm addicted to marijuana. So fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And 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 fucking uh, dumber and dumberer. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> like that movie was horrible. But that Bob Saget cameo made it fucking funny. Yeah, that yeah that that sequel was pretty bad. It was the worst. It's one of the worst. You know what I'm saying? It's certain shit you, you shouldn't touch. And Dumb and Dumber is is one of those movies where if you don't strike it while it's hot and you can go back to back like they did the the Hangover yeah. or some of these other movies, you have to let it go as a one off. And oh, even yeah. when they came back and did it, where they were twenty thirty years later. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's you're not gonna recoup. You can't. Yeah, it, but it was better than the other one. Yeah, yeah, but that's not saying much though. But I mean, there were some great parts, and that's what I'm saying. It was it was way better like than when, they, when they put all the fucking fireworks in the guys who tell Yeah, her. you know, like that. It was it was better. It was better than Dumber and Dumber. Yeah. Er, 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 er. You know, but yeah, man. Yeah, and. I, I don't know, man. Like, all these fucking people dying and shit. And yeah. I know this always happens when people die. It's like, it makes you start to think. It's like, yeah, yeah you but, really do gotta... But, like, over the span of the last couple months, like, it's been, like... It's been rough. It's been machine gunning. Pra, 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 pra. Yeah. Like, it's like, every other day or every three days or every four days, we lose somebody prominent that was, like, a, a celebrity. Like, we've lost more celebrities, I can honestly say over the last couple months than I've ever noticed we've lost. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like the past two years, actually. Yeah, like big, during COVID. Yeah, during because, COVID, we've I mean, lost. Fucking what, what, Kobe died. Mm-hmm. A huge-ass celebrity. Fred the Godson, the rapper from New York. Uh, Sidney Poitier. Like, it's, it's it's too many, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sidney Poitier, he was in his 90s. So. But, but, but still. like, And same with Betty White. I mean, yeah, it's bad. It's Sad she died. But I mean, Christ, she was ninety nine years I old. I know. Though. I wanted her. I wanted her to hit the century mark, though. Yeah. I was rooting for her. I would have brought out my Golden Girls T shirt. Being a friend, I'd have got on TikTok and made a video. Yeah. You know, dancing in like some un- some women underwears and a. I'm just bullshit. <laughs> There's no way I'm putting on women draws, well, bro. <laughs> let's but, move off the, yeah. the death. But yeah, Bob, he will be missed. Even yeah, though bro. I mean, you met him. I never met him, but yeah. he's still fucking Yo, funny. You, you, you probably would have fucking 
been in his back pocket, bro. Like he he was that he was that kind of like magnetism to him. Like yeah, like yeah. That's that's I mean that's the rap on him. That's yeah, what you hear. I mean even before he died, yeah, and, there wasn't bad stories about him. It's like you know, Sagan's here. It's like the, the only bad stories he told were the ones he told as jokes. Yeah, like he was or the shit that he did to himself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But even then, it's like. You only know but so much because ain't no telling what, what he kept. Did you did you also know that he has Rodney Dangerfield's drug box? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because there is, uh, there is, like, uh, on his, uh, on his pod, when he first started his podcast, this yeah. was like a year ago, I think he had Bill Burr on. He was on, he was on, he was on Bill Burr's podcast. Yeah. And they were talking about it. Yeah, but he actually went and got it and. Showed the Viagra and, the, and yeah. the bowl that Rodney had. And yeah, because he, he met Rodney in rehab. Yeah. And he told this great fucking Rodney story. He's like, he's like, yeah, Rodney's like nude. He's wearing a robe. Yeah. But he's like, hey, like don't tell you. <laughs> he's, he's like, flap. Like, his fucking cock's going out. Hell he's like, yeah. I'm in rehab. And Rodney's <laughs> going around asking for people. It's like, you got any weed or pills? <laughs> hell yeah, man. Fuck yeah, yeah, bro. man. He he will be fucking missed. Hell yeah, man. Rest in peace to the guy, man. So you uh, you have anything going on this weekend? Uh, I just went to go see Andrew Pollock uh, host at the Comedy Zone, and the first night he was a little rough, but the second night he pulled it together. Good. And he used not one curse word. Good. And he was murdering. Yeah. Like that kid has grown substantially when his conf when he finds confidence in self, watch the fuck out. Yeah. I mean, seriously, this kid is gonna be fucking electric dynamite dog. Yeah. Yeah. So like as good as he did, he he just became a regular at the comedy zone. And I was so proud of him. Like now I now we just gotta get him some 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 real people clothes. <laughs> this is a this is a podcast about comedy. We just got to get him some real people clothes and 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 a haircut and <laughs> yeah. I'm, so I, I told him, I told him, and I shouldn't be saying this on a podcast, but I know he listens, and I want to just reiterate to Andrew Pollock, bro. I'm here for I'm here for the get down, and I told him I'm here to help you out. You know, let's 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 do what 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 the bitches do. Let's go shopping, dog. I, I hope you pick out a couple nice outfits, some a nice pair of shoes, you know, and, and get you to a right barber. And, and let's let's flip the look because you have the material. And then the headliner and the feature comedian both loved him. Good. And they're going to try to help him get some work. Good. I'm talking about that like major spots. Good. You know what I'm saying? So so like watching that kid get some flowers because you know he beats himself down so bad. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? To watch him get some flowers. It was it was amazing to to like I could see a little a little transformation in his he got a little bit of bounce to his step now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cuz I told him the first night he just went straight home after after the thing. Second night, I was like, "Yo, you got to do the hang. You got to do the hang. Just sit back and hang with the comedians." Yeah, you know, and the, and the feature had had people here, like people showed up, like he had like fucking two tablefuls of people just showed up for him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, listen, you got to do the hang, you got to do the hang, you got to get a picture, 
And if you can buy the merch, because that lets people, that lets the comedians know, hey, listen, I really did enjoy this weekend yeah. enough to buy your merch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how the, a majority of them make their money. Oh yeah, it's how you make money. Yeah, it's selling your merch. So if you can buy some merch, you yeah. know, he he didn't have the money for merch, so you know, bought I bought him a couple drinks and everything. But just just to, just for for the, the two comedians, I was like, hey, listen, you know, we want you to. Uh, start coming around and, and, and kicking it with us. And the one dude be on Howard Stern and shit like that. So, like, for that to happen to him, man, it was it was dope. Good. It was dope. And, Good. And, he needs that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and and that was just, like, that was re reaffirming everything that I've been trying to tell him. And he just, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, no, you, you're not getting it. You are fucking dope. And when you finally get your break, bro, like, just keep going and don't look back yeah because i'm gonna be right beside you running like you know what i'm saying <laughs> looking over at you just make sure you keep your head going forward i can i can keep my head on the swivel because i'm black i've been doing that my whole <laughs> life you know what i'm saying with the cops and shit well good that's good yeah but other than that man i, I really didn't do much man cool yeah, yeah i did the uh fundraiser this weekend how was that it it was a lot of fun okay it was a lot of fun uh I got to open the show. Okay. Which was which was perfect because get like, you in and out. You you wanted to walk around and see some shit. Well, that and like since uh, they had bands. Yeah. As you know, you never want to be a comic in the middle of when bands are playing. You yeah. Know, like say like two bands play, and it's like oh let's bring up a comedian in yeah. between. It's like, yeah. Nah, you don't want to be up there as they're breaking down drums and shit. <laughs> Well, it, yeah, I mean that's that's not so bad, but it's like at that point the the audience is there. They don't want to fucking hear comedy because yeah. they're you know they're, they're ready to titties out. Yeah, you so know. like right at the beginning is perfect mm-hmm. because you know the show the music hasn't started, so people are so you know they're ready. Yeah, yeah. but they're not in music. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So my my uh, I'm very pleased with my set. I did a 20 minute set. Oh, dope. Yeah. Dope. So it it was easy peasy. Dope. And uh, yeah. So I forgot like two fucking jokes that I was pissed okay. off. Like afterwards, yeah. I, I was just pissed because it's like, damn it, I changed them, and yeah. I know they they work even better. And, yeah. But you know that shit. It, happen. it happens, man. It yeah. happens. Yeah. But yeah, it it was wild. Uh, like I met met all the bands, so the the big band that played was this band Defiant, which I actually I didn't stick around for. They were the last band to yeah. play, but uh, the band that played for them, I stayed up to them, and because I met those guys, and they're a really good band, the Super High Tech Jet Fighters. Never they're like heard of them. they're the punk band. They're yeah. a punk band. Okay, like, from I guess from this area, like the one guy lives in Mechanicsburg or whatever. Okay, yeah, and uh, they got some good shit. Then uh, this other band, Trading the Inside. Then the band that opened it, like, after me, was this hardcore band called Above the Treachery. Never heard of any of them. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, hardcore, then I guess, like, regular rock, then yeah. punk, then metal. Yeah. Type stuff. But they raised, like, over a 1000 bucks for the dogs. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, for a little event like that. I could have raised way more if they would have just let me come there with my pit bulls and started fighting them. Yeah. And let the, <laughs> and let the bets happen, bro. You got to <laughs> let the bets happen. Like, I show up in a Mike Vick jersey and, like, 30 niggas with other things. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we just take the tables, put them on their sides, and make an octagon. Yeah. It, it, pit fights, what's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, that would not have went over well at all. <laughs> it would have went well because yeah. they they'd have been out there. Yo, yo, I got fifty. I got fifty. Trust me, white people, white people fight dogs too. Yeah, and I didn't push my luck. I didn't do any animal abuse jokes. Good. Because good. like, why would I do that? Good. Fuck myself. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great, and I met like a lot of people afterwards. Uh, picked up some followers. Uh, That's what's up. Like talking to some people, they're like, "There's comedy in this area." It's like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, there's like, comedy it, It's crazy that people don't know, but so that's good. So uh, I picked up some fans. Yeah, I got. I had a a lot of people come up to me and say they liked my shit. Then on top of that, they were like, "I really like the Parkinson's jokes." Yeah, <laughs> like, like, that's not Parkinson's. Bitch, that's real. That's my mom. And uh, I was like, "Well, thank you." Hey. Hell, the one guy in the in the first band that played, I was talking to him afterwards, uh, the guitarist, and he was originally from Chicago. He like he oh, moved man. out to Mechanicsburg. The a few fuck did he do that for? I don't know. I guess for a job or something. I was like, "Yeah, I've only been in the band a few months," but then uh, he was asking about the comedy scene around here too, because hey. he's like, "Well, you know, I'm." from chicago so you know there's shit everywhere yeah. it's like i love comedy it's like well you should come out oh yeah so hopefully that happens then of course there was like one guy there's always one guy at a rock show he was out on the floor dancing you, did he what, hit anybody oh yeah he was running into people oh somebody should have punched him in the fucking face but he he didn't push too far yeah he he was like walking that line, uh, but he was that guy. He was like dancing at the beer, and, yeah, yeah. and he was like beer. Oh, uh, yeah. I I don't like those people. Yeah, I don't like those. There, people. But there there's always one guy like that. Yeah, but as an alcoholic or a heavy drinker myself, like to watch alcohol be wasted, like yeah. Well, I think he was he was so fucked up at that point. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm gonna get drunk And I'm pretty sure his girlfriend was over there Up against the wall like yeah, Here we go with this shit again You know what I'm saying (laughs) But I I met the owner of the venue And uh Look at you plugging away Yeah I met the owner so there's We're gonna start an open mic down there Where at? Where's this at? Uh, West York Inn It's gonna be on Tuesday nights Okay In uh, York Okay uh so now I'm gonna, eventually I'm going to be doing shows there. I just got to figure out how I'm going to do them. But look at you, yeah, Mister, opening up fucking Ron and his little comedy club spots. Ever, <laughs> since, ever since I gave you this place, man, you've been like, all right, I got this place now. Now I'm here. I'm what? Where are you going to pop up next? Like you'll be like, I'm in Key West, Florida. Come down. It's, it's a Friday night. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> So if you know people that want to host uh, an open mic, uh, have them contact me because I'm putting it out there. I'm telling everybody because I'm I'm gonna do this mic a little different. Okay. Because I don't want to be tied down to it. Yeah. Like yeah. I am here and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, this is fine because we do the podcast. Yeah. But uh, I don't want that mic to be a mic that's that seems like it's just mine. I want it to be a little different. Call it the running gun open mic. Yeah. You know, Maybe, yeah. yeah. That's not cause, bad. Because there's a bunch of people that's going to be running and gunning through there with their jokes. You know what I'm saying? And you're always going to have a random host. So, yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I like the location of that place because now I can, uh, hopefully, we'll get some more uh, Baltimore comics yeah. to come up. And that's, Well, unfortunately, that's... I probably won't be coming to that mic. Uh, I hate York. It has the good water. Nah. Shout, <laughs> out to, shout out to the bro comedian. He just celebrated a birthday a little bit ago. But, uh, no, um... 
I, I really don't like going to New York like that because the last, like the last time I was actually in York, I was almost killed by the cops in York. Yeah. So I prefer to keep my black ass up here where black people are a little bit more uh, accepted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I know there's a lot of black people in York and shit like that. But if you outside of York, those cops treat you like shit, bro. Same with Lancaster, like yeah. Oh I, yeah, I mean in I that area. I get regional. in, I get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to be. I don't like. I don't like York at all, though. Like there's, yeah. there's always been some kind of shit that's, that's happened in York, uh, that's, and, and there's too many races down there and too many Confederate flags that just be riding. Around. Oh, yeah, especially in the county. Yeah, from our comfortability level. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What I like about that place is not like right downtown. And it's like right in West York, so you can actually avoid the city altogether yeah. if you need to to get there. Yeah. So I I don't know. I'm gonna see how that plays out. I'm more interested in doing shows there. Yeah. Anything, but uh, there probably will be a mic right. there on Tuesday nights because there's fucking nothing around here on Tuesday nights. Yeah. Fucking nothing. And I'm just sick of that shit. Yeah. No, I can dig it, bro. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Look at you always getting your capital gains on. Yeah, Ron came to Capital Games. Hey, uh, I'm very happy with myself. I pulled off that 20 minute set, and it was that's dope. It was smooth like butter. That's dope. So I got I got work to do on it. I mean, there's stuff that still needs improving, but yeah, yeah. I was a little, I was a little like a little hesitant, but worked out good. Hell yeah, mixed that's in a little up. crowd work. So so how did you get plugged in with that? Uh, how did I? Uh, it, it was an ad on Craigslist. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> he got it through back page. Nah. Uh, well, no, someone had told me they they were doing some renovations there, and they wanted to do. Uh, you know, they were kind of going to a music venue. Yeah. So I just I reached out and talked to him and uh, met with him and had a conversation and it went great. Dope. And dope. he was like, "Well, I'm, he had everything. He has everything like booked." Like all his weekends till June at this yeah, point, yeah. and when I met him, or when I first started talking to him, he's like, "Yeah, you know, we are interested in doing comedy here." Then that's when he offered me that spot on that fundraiser. Okay. So he's like, "Hey, why don't you come do this fundraiser? Come yeah, yeah. see, you know, just see how it goes." And it went well. I got a nice shirt they just gave to the performers. ASPCA shirts. No, the the new venue, and okay. it's got it's got my name, like it says the comedy of Ron Kane on it. And oh shit! Okay, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. so you got your own tour shirt merch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the one night tour. Yeah, the one and only, the one and only. Uh, this Friday, I will be at the Appel Center in York at the theater. Okay, so yeah, uh, I saw that too. Yeah, so I'm hosting that gig for. Uh, one guy is the one guy I had to drop, so it's like another guy now. But, okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm happy about that, and uh, yeah, I talked to the guy from the Appel Center today, and he, when he emailed me, he's like, "Hey, this is," I was surprised. He's like, "Hey, this is doing good as far as ticket sales." That's what he told me. He's like, "We have like we have like good advanced ticket sales on this already." He's like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, because people want to do shit." Yeah, like. It always surprises me when people bring in comedians and shit, and they're like, "Hey." Well, they do a, that. Is, it's a monthly show there. Yeah. And when I went last month, because uh, I had been to it like before the pandemic, right? So I went. He invited me like at the last month, so I can meet with that guy and, yeah. and talk about some things. And uh, it was Larry XL and uh, I okay, think, I and, remember and, that. Yeah. And, like Jim Bryan opened. Yeah, yeah, like, I remember feature. that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I know Larry XL. Yeah. Yeah. So 
like the guy they had hosting it was like some guy from the Chamber of Commerce. Oh shit! So yeah. he would get up there, and I mean, he's on not, today's agenda, he he got up there like Ben Stein, clear eyes. Yeah, he wasn't that. He wasn't that dry. But he didn't, you know, he didn't really have jokes. Yeah. So, like, when Jim came out, like, the room was completely cold. So, so you know, Jim was kind of, like, rolling into his material. He did some crowd work to get yeah. him. Warm him up. Yeah. All so, right. But, you know, this time, you know, I'll be hosting, so I'm going to warm up the crowd. Yeah. And, like, do normal hosting shit. And, oh, yeah. Tape that shit. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'm going to. Put it to, on your YouTube. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tape it, and if all goes well, then we'll see what... Then the weekend after that, I'm at the church. All weekend, I'm hosting at the church. Oh, shit, okay, that's what's up. Yeah. yeah. I normally don't do the church until, like, right around my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I'm booked this year around my birthday. Yeah. So I'm doing the Friday and Saturday there, then the weekend after that for Tellys. Yeah. Dope, bro, look at you. Yeah. Won't he do it? Huh? I said, won't it? Look, I, that's how, see, you've been hanging around this black ass motherfucker for all this long. And when I say, won't he do it? You were supposed yeah. to just be like, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> no, he I'm, just, I'm just tired, man. <laughs> I, look, bro, I can see it in you. I can see the tiredness in yeah. you. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, man, shit. I'm, I'm still not doing nothing as far as comedy is concerned. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'll start, I'll start bookings, uh, in February. Like I got like, Three or four shows yeah. in February. Yeah, I mean, you got that show coming out with the magician or something. That guy, right? Aren't you on that show? Like Gary's show? Like uh, the magician. oh shit, yeah, yeah. See, I, <laughs> I got Gary. I got uh, I got the Gary show. I got a, I got a t one of the t TCPs. I'm hosting their uh their next show February 26th. I'll be doing that. Um, uh, Gary's is February 12th. Um, uh. What else? Uh, I'm doing something at Nairis for one uh, for for the dude Dre, yeah. uh, his his all star comedy show. I'm doing one of his things. Um, and there's another show in there somewhere. Fuck, dude, I'm getting old. <laughs> We're both getting old, man. Yeah, but like, like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't see. This is what's wrong with me. Is I don't once once I accept the show. I don't write it down. I just wait for shit to start popping up like a week later and be like, "You should probably put it in your calendar." Fuck my calendar, bro. I've never put anything in my calendar except. And that's why you're fucking sitting here like, uh. There I don't you go. care. Uh, but see, I don't. <laughs> I don't care though. You know. Yeah, until someone comes up to you and say, "Hey, Dane, when can I get see it?" Well, uh, 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 <laughs> exactly. I don't want to give people. Yeah, shit, then the next bro. thing you know, they're calling the paramedics. They're like, "This motherfucker's stroking out." Cause right. like, uh, <laughs> Patrice went at forty-one. <laughs> I got almost a month to go, bro, until <laughs> so I turn 42, so, uh, uh. <laughs> All right, I think that's a great place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, look, you starting to do it now. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, this Friday, January 14th, if, if you're in York, uh, if you want to come out, the Pell Center, 7.30, the show starts, and I think the door is at 6.30. Tickets are only 10 bucks. There you go. Yeah. Don't come see me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. And uh, I'll see you next week. Oh, and uh, thank you to everybody that's still listening. Yeah, and, we uh, appreciate y'all. Like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, just keep telling uh, anybody you know if you like this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, we enjoy doing it, so hopefully y'all enjoy listening because you keep coming back. And the only way we're going to get uh, sponsors is uh, 
either one of us becomes like a super hot serial killer, Ron, or, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, nah, man, we just, we, we really do appreciate y'all, man. Keep listening. I want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, that's it, man. All right. See ya. Peace.